1: Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. Uh, today's show is, uh, is kind of different, and I'll tell you why it's different. My guest today is Dr. Judy Mikovits, and many of you remember back in May uh, where she was pretty much all over the Internet because of uh, a couple reasons. A documentary called uh, Plandemic, but more importantly a book called The Plague of Corruption, and those two things were released right on the doorstep of this whole COVID-19 thing. The entire internet, and I say that, the entire internet, every component of it, whether it's mainstream media, bloggers, vloggers, people with opinions, um, jumped on Dr. Judy. They jumped on her. And it was like a concerted effort to just pound her down, erase her message, discredit her message. And if that didn't shock you, then you're not paying attention. Because when the entire Internet and all the mainstream media act in unison, something is up. Don't be stupid. Something's up. I mean, these people can't get together on anything. They can't agree on anything. But all of a sudden, this is what they agree on. And they just pushed her down, uh, deleted her work, tried to silence her message, but they were unsuccessful. Because there's a growing population of critical thinkers. Not everybody in this country is uh, just following and obeying uh, the chants, let's say. Uh, Before we uh, get on to our interview, and it's going to be a good one, I have to thank our title sponsor, Legendary Foods, because they make great products for this audience. Seasoned almonds, amazing nut butters, and more importantly, their tasty pastry, which is a Pop Tart with less than one gram of sugar and nine grams of protein. It's actually good to eat. Go to eatlegendary.com, use the code SHR10 to not only get 10% off your order, but also show them uh, that you learned about them here on Superhuman Radio. Bring my guest on. We couldn't We couldn't see each other last time, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits. How you doing, yeah. Dr. Judy?
2: I'm doing well, Carl. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here. So um, for people who don't know who you are, which <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there who doesn't know who you are by now, just give your background of where you started uh, back in the day, the lab work, the, the, the project you worked on, the level of credibility you had developed your entire career until you something went wrong. So let, let's start there.
2: Sure. Um, well, I first entered science on June 10, 1980, uh, when I took a job fresh out of the University of Virginia. I had a degree in chemistry with a specialization in biology. I was a protein chemist, so I started at the National Cancer Institute, purifying the, the first immune therapy the first immune therapy for cancer and infectious disease, um, which was put into humans, that's type one interferon. And in fact, type one interferon, it can be considered a vaccine or an adjuvant or a prevention strategy for for even you know coronaviruses, many RNA viruses, and subjects of today. So that was forty years ago. Last week was my first job. I stayed at the Cancer Institute for twenty one years, um, rising to the level of the ch- the direct of the lab of antiviral drug mechanisms. So my job there was to develop diagnostic and and therapeutic strategies. The focus of the lab at that time was AIDS-associated cancers. So how the HIV virus in some people, in susceptible people can end up causing cancer. And we developed successful therapeutics. The cancer at the time you might remember was Kappa C sarcoma. So I, I went on to industry, to, to pharmaceutical companies where I used all I'd learned in the, in the 20 years. Um, I, I got my PhD um, November uh, 14th, 1991. And that changed the paradigm for HIV therapy and it was that reason that less than 10 years later that work was so paradigm shifting that I was given that director job at a a very young age um, uh, uh, in 1999 so I went to industry to develop these same ideas and theories which previously hadn't been successful in immune therapies for diagnostic and treatment strategies for virus associated cancers Um, you know did that for decades started the first neural Immune um, Disease Institute in 2006 at the university, uh, a private institute at the University of Nevada uh, obtained in, in less than five years because we used the same systems biology approach that I used at the National Cancer that we used as teams in the National Cancer Institute. We obtained more than $8 million funding in literally in the first few years of, from of that lab and, and we made major discoveries, um, discovered an entire new family of cancer and neuroimmune disease causing retroviruses. And that basically was the beginning of the end of, for, for my career because the inconvenient truth that we, that we wrote in our 2014, book Plague, this is the 17 copy of the paperback, the original book came out in 2014 was the story of how the government, how science how the media, the scientific media, um, shut down that research when it was revealed that the most likely way mouse viruses got into humans was a heavily contaminated blood supply and it had been contaminated with these viruses since 1991 at least, the data showed after our really landmark 2009 October uh, science paper showed that. So for the next two years, from 2009 to 2011, investigators from around the world, my former colleagues in HIV AIDS, ju- you know, really jumped on looking at this virus and realized it was associated with with um, dozens of diseases that previously had no known cause. But the, the big kicker was uh, those Those diseases now um, were um, at least 50 million Americans were carriers of this virus that had most likely gotten into the human virome via contaminated vaccines, specifically polio, MMR, influenza, the live viral vaccines because you couldn't filter out these contaminating they're called adventitious agents. So when the work in 2011 became clear, it was a nightmare worldwide as these vaccines had been injected and mandated to be injected in the most susceptible populations. And and it was clear it was driving this explosion of chronic disease. So the idea was to, kill at that point, the decision in the highest levels of science in the government was to destroy the messenger. Um, I was the senior author on the paper, so I was responsible for all of it and um, stood by that responsibility, refused to cover up the data, throw it away. And that's the saga we tell in plague and plague of corruption.
1: So you know, it's commonplace for in scientific communities, it's commonplace for there be for there be to be dissenting opinions on a given thing, anything. I mean, we can we all know that there's uh, you can find science to support whatever your opinion is about something out there, but scientists don't usually go out and try to destroy each other. They agree to disagree and they continue their work and they try to duplicate it and refine it because science is evolving, constantly changing. Things we believe today are going to be disproved 10 years from now, 15 years from now. But what you discovered put a great deal of liability on agencies and groups and maybe even governments for spreading this virus they didn't want to be associated with. So they had to I mean, because whistleblowers are rewarded, I thought. Right, but not in your case.
2: Not, not in this case. Because yes, this was a family of virus. It wasn't just one. We with the one we identified the mouse-related retrovirus, but we know there are cow, pig, dog, monkey, um, bird viruses of similar families of retroviruses and, and RNA viruses, coronaviruses, and that was the big. Oh, my God, in chapter eight of our first book, it said, do you mean all those sequences we saw in the 80s were real? And that was a July 28th or July 22nd, 2009 invitation only meeting. So the highest levels of the United States government, the NIH, the HHS got together privately in Bethesda at the NIH and and had a meeting. And that's detailed. and, And not one word of our book has ever been challenged it, it is heavily referenced. Um, this amount of the book is references. So this is all just references of every chapter, detailed science. And yes, um, scientists, um, in fact, training for a PhD, the first thing my mentor did was handed me two papers that came used, came to the exact opposite conclusion on a subject. So the question is, Who's right? What was the study design? Is is anybody wrong? So how do you take a powdered scientific paper and see two studies that apparently did exactly the same thing and came to exactly opposite conclusions? That's the way you train a PhD. That's the way you train to look and understand how a study design is flawed or not flawed. And and again, that's and 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 what is the correct answer? And oftentimes both people are right in their conclusions, in their interpretation of the data because they used a different method and so they weren't wrong. But in my case, yes, the whole thing shut down. Um, and, and there were a dozen authors on our paper. And um, it was forced retracted in 2011 and four of the author or in 2000, yeah, late 2011 or 2012, while I was held in jail in Ventura County without a warrant. Our paper from 2009 was forced retracted. As the editor said, no, no, we no longer have any confidence in, in her and that work. So we're just gonna so they literally staged an arrest and 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 fattened with no warrant no anything and that's described in both books yeah held in jail while they tried to get me all i had to do was sign a piece of paper and say the data were wrong and it would have all disappeared that, and that and,
1: I, and that that shows right there that what they wanted was for you to retract the data so what what they do instead to you is they love to word use the word discredited Right. And I want to remind people that Copernicus was discredited when he came up with the theory that the, the Earth was orbited around the sun and not the opposite way. And he was discredited by many of his peers who were also scientists then, but he was right. So this word discredited is, doesn't carry a lot of weight because who's discrediting you? Like you said, in that book, you have all the sources. No one has ever challenged the book. I want, to, I, want to, I want to talk about something else that they love to do to you besides the word discredited. Right? So if people read that, oh, she's discredited. Well, that just means that her opinion was different than the people who were reigning over her. That's all it means. Again, Copernicus was discredited. But they love to
2: call you an anti-vaxxer. But you're really not an anti-vaxxer, are you? No, not at all. And that's why I explained what my first job was. For 40 years, I've developed immune therapy and worked on the single principle that we could, as scientists, um, develop Prevention and treatment strategies um, from biologicals, from your body, understanding immunology and immune response to virus. We could dev- educate the immune system to prevent and treat infectious and in chronic disease. And that's the definition of a vaccine. So, my whole life's work, is, and, and, and we've been very successful. Look at HIV/AIDS. What do we have? On the TV now, we have, and I say the royal we, scientists, um, we have pre-exposure prophylaxis. That means prevent if you're HIV infected from ever getting AIDS. Um and and we've done that. That's immune therapy. That's type 1 interferon. That's highly active antiretroviral therapy and some of the drug therapies, plant therapies, cannabinoids, cannabis, the things that right now the government, and, and it wouldn't work against just HIV. It would work these therapies would work against the XMRVs. They'd work against All and retroviruses. Hungry.
1: Right, all retroviruses.
2: Retrovirus. Right. And Ebola and SARS Ebola.
1: And, and MERS. Yeah.
2: Correct. Yeah. And yet we're not using these therapies while we develop a vaccine, which, and against all of those things, when we've had these therapies for 40 years, and what does our FDA and our government and our World Health Organization do? Prevent people from getting them and, and say, oh, no, that's anecdotal. Well, 40 years and thousands of publications um, is not anecdotal. Right. It's not storytelling. And, um, as you mentioned, um, I, I, I mel- might well be called discredited, but nobody has disproven me. Not right, once.
1: Right. Not once. And yeah, that's exactly me. right. Discredited just means that your peers don't want to be associated with you. That's all that means. But there's a lot of crooked people out there who don't yeah. want to be associated with honest people because it sheds, sh- shines a light on what they're up to. So I want to put this to rest. I'm going to ask you to do something very, very childish. Say the words, I'm not an anti-vaxxer.
2: I'm not an anti-vaxxer.
1: So I don't want the media to get that one and twist it because that's what they do. Because when you look on your Wikipedia page, the two things they say is you're, you're discredited and you're an anti-vaxxer. And then people are supposed to go, oh, I can't take anything she says. Seriously, you're not an anti vaxer You, in fact, spent your whole career working in immunotherapies. And, and, and it's silly that they do that to you. Uh, so I want I wanted to get that out of the way. So, yeah you came on my show in May and you went on a lot of shows in May and you had both a book and a a documentary released in May. And at the time, everybody in the mainstream media was saying horrible things. Your videos were being taken down off of YouTube. Um, You know, people were trying to suppress your message, but your message did get out there to a lot of people. And you said that this virus is being used to create chaos and, and worry amongst the population no one believed you then because the model said a million deaths two million deaths but now you know 2020 hindsight we're sitting here looking back going, wow we really got that wrong and i'm telling people dr judy didn't get it wrong these are all the things she said on my show when everybody made fun of her and called her crazy
2: yeah so
1: uh, and talk talk about how you talk about COVID 19 where you see it now because don't forget They're about to revive it because the riots are over. So it's about to get a revival.
2: Right. It's, um, and so, uh, again, that's what's so important about shows like yours, Carl, and, and coming back and saying no as we get more and more censored. I did a talk, um, last week on com about the politi- political aspects of all of this, um, with Dr. Jerry Corsi, and it, it, we talked for two hours, and I think it stayed up for six hours, and, and it went down. And, um, fortunately, um uh, we now have lawyer uh Larry Klayman um um from you know Judicial Watch and, mm-hmm. and uh founder of that back in the eighties. And so he's basically um beginning to sue people for the censorship, for the for the rights. You know, nothing can compare. I really never care. I mean, I don't care what you call me. Um, you know, um it, it doesn't matter. It's the data. What I'm worried about right now, what I'm concerned about right now is it seems like everything is as, as you just mentioned okay now the riots are gone let's just bring back COVID-20 so you know it's it's like with all the data showing the masks are harmful with all the data saying um, it prevents nothing as far as the spread of coronaviruses or influenza viruses what it actually does what they actually do is immune suppress so the very immune suppression you need you need oxidative um, antioxidants and by depriving yourself of oxygen in any way especially the most vulnerable, those like me with, um, I've deviated septum and pleurisy, I have lung disease. If I wore a mask for 10 minutes, that my oxygen level would drop to the point where I could pass out. And um, and and can you imagine the car accidents? It's worse than drunk driving. And I see, and I, every time I pass uh, an, an older couple with a full mask on, with all the windows rolled up in their car, I just say a prayer they don't hurt somebody.
1: I, I'm um, baffled but- when people are in their car by themselves with a mask on. I I'm, I'm I guess I don't know. I I don't. I I, I guess I I put a lot of value in critical thinking, and I think that most people are critical thinkers, and I don't understand why somebody would be in their car by themselves with a mask on.
2: Right, or on the beach with nobody around for a mile with a mask on. Um, What are you going to catch in the air? So the critical thinking is what appears to be lost. It's not how viruses spread, even with HIV, which is what I try to wake people up with HIV. I never wore a mask. Because what I, what you don't want to do is immune suppress yourself. So the spread of these viruses is nosocomial. You know, and what that usually means through the hospitals where you've got concentrated lab workers and and sick people and they're sick. So you don't wear the mask. Um, you wear the mask to prevent them from getting sicker right. and spreading a lot of viruses not to keep you well. Well, healthy people walking around the street aren't a threat to somebody. So when somebody looks at me and says, you know, why don't you have your mask on? You're putting me at risk. No, look at me. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm walking around the streets. I'm not coughing, um, because I don't have a mask on and my pleurisy won't act up. Um, my husband's COPD won't act up. And there's no possible way a healthy people can breathe a coronavirus on you. They spread through large water droplets through and they, and dry on a piece of surface. They don't, you know, they do nothing. I mean, nothing. This is, and all the data bears that out. All the data, all the publications, all everything. You wear a mask and people say this to me. They say, well, Dr. Judy, they're wearing masks in China and Japan and have for years. Well, they have horrific pollution. They have horrific, and see if you do anything to damage or inflame, you become more susceptible, right? You become more susceptible to an infection, and so you want to stop that, but you don't want to wear a mask. So I, I, I used, I mean, I'm like you. I'm optimistic that critical thinkers can say, "Wait a minute! Never in the history of humans did you walk around and wear a mask, much less something like what's around your throat, which protects you from nothing and only hurts you." Yeah, this is just like my, my husband said, well, you know, the, the fear, the anxiety. Um, I guess I get to wear a mask and rob a bank because nobody knows Nobody cares, right. We can't see love. It, it generates hate. So I, I walked in a restaurant that was a patio restaurant in San Diego um, two days ago. And um, and there were people out in the patio and the tables were spaced apart. There was a nice breeze blowing off the ocean and there was no way anybody was going to infect anyone else. I went with my friend, a cancer patient, literally actively on therapy. You do not want to immune suppress a cancer patient. So neither of us had masks on. And they said to cross the threshold between the sidewalk I was standing to the table that was this far away. We had to put a mask on. So I took a mask that was, I, I should have picked it up and put it on the table. That's a Mardi Gras mask that went around. <laughs> my. And I reached into my briefcase and I said, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I forgot. And I, and I said, we have, we have lung diseases. We, you know, we can't. We have, we're, we're, we're the most compromised in your world you know the the i got the infections of the retroviruses the lab workers get sick that's what our books show you both of our books oh my god the lab workers were developing antibodies they'd been exposed they were they were infected that's 25 to 6% of us right now is infected still infected with those viruses that they injected And so it's the injection I'm afraid of in the next rounds of flu vaccines where there's the propaganda going out with them. But at any rate, so I put that mask on and I stepped over the threshold and two people at a table about 15 feet away said, no, no, no. And I said, it's a mask. And the waitress laughed and said, yeah, you can go. It's a mask. This has nothing to do. This is propaganda. Right. masquerading is science. You can't get mad at me because there's no way I can make you sick. But you're destroying. In fact, the reason I was down there is because my work is still primarily cancer therapy. And and our, we've closed UCLA Cancer Center. We've closed the cancer centers. These cancer patients can't get their Oh, I, I,
1: I talked about this People on the show. Wouldn't. Uh, I, I have a friend who has, uh, is an OBGYN, and he told me that um, in this period of time that the, that his clinic was closed down, I forget how many uh, mam- mammograms they would have done. And he said of all the mammograms we would have done, he said 5% would have had solid masses and 40% of those would have been stage 3 or or better or, or worse. He said, so there are a lot of women who are going to come back in and they're gonna, it's going to be too late to do anything for them. They're going to have full-blown breast cancer and they're going to need radical approaches because we didn't let them come and see their doctors during this. And I hate to use this word because people got this charade. I'm not saying the virus wasn't real. I'm not saying the virus wasn't harmful to certain stratifications of our population like you and, and other people. But what I am saying is our reaction was was a complete f- fumble of how we handled it because there are more people are going to die as a result of unemployment, alcoholism, drug abuse, not getting their cancer therapy on time than will have died from this virus. So so you predicted Correct. you predicted on my last show and as your book and your documentary identifies that this was mm-hmm. being leveraged, there was corruption behind this. Clearly, you, have you now seen some of that? Can you look at it and go see what happened here, see what happens here?
2: Correct. It's exactly as we predicted. It's a plague of corruption. And it feels like damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. So as the data bore out worldwide saying, yeah. Lockdowns don't work. Natural immunity. Healthy people are not carriers. They're not asymptomatic carriers of a coronavirus, but they are asymptomatic carriers of retroviruses and these were contagious meaning I can cough cancer on you. So those people who weren't getting their mammograms, they weren't getting their colonoscopies, those cancers were the the leukemia, the lymphoma, the multiple myeloma, the breast cancer, the prostate cancer, the the, the blacks being more susceptible to those because of immune dysfunction that enables them not to break down RNA viruses. What our research has shown for um, now more than a decade of how these viruses spread. And so if these people get inoculations of any kind, they will drive that infection through their body, inoculations of any kind, and they will die and it will be called COVID-19. So exactly the clinical presentation of microvasculature injuries, you're seeing clotting disorders. No, no, that's not a coronavirus. Those are retroviruses. So I, I stated in the very beginning. Our books say it very clearly. Um, Plague of corruption said, you know, it basically said they're going to do something. They're they're insisting no burials no people around, no, you know, you can see that the antibodies, the natural herd immunity has been developed. If natural herd immunity has been developed, we don't need a vaccine.
1: Right. Look look at the, look at the, I tell people, look at the Spanish flu. They never came up with a vaccine for it. It had a second wave and they even say a third wave, but once 60% of the population was exposed to it, we became immune to it. And that, and that's what herd immunity is. And quite frankly, herd immunity cannot be conveyed by vaccines. Because if it, if it could, then a mother would get a vaccine and pass that herd immunity on to its offspring. But that doesn't happen when vaccines are being used. So it's Correct. very, it's very and then, interesting.
2: And, and that's why in the movie Plandemic, I said there's never been um, a, a viral uh, you know, or a bacterial vaccine of any kind that has developed a memory response. Uh, you know so and we can see it in the measles outbreaks because now we've had you know three generations of of people inoculated with the mmR and the measles vaccine since 1963 and they don't work it was that natural herd immunity it was that clean sanitation it's that clean food and we're being prevented from going getting those things we can't we can only get process processed food we get Gmos which are which are horribly damaging to our glutathione roundup with Glyphosate, glycine is the part of glutathione that we make naturally, and so gli- we don't.
1: It. And glyphosate i have done shows on this. Glyphosate right. is a synthetic form of glycine that the body cannot get rid of. In fact, there is now um, forms of fibrosis that are caused by. Um, oh, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting this. But anyway, the accumulation – the bioaccumulation of, of glyphosate in the body is leading to – what? what's the plaque that beta – so there's actually a – there's an actually beta amyloid fibrosis that's occurring Correct. in kidneys and heart because Correct. because glyphosate is being incorporated into tissue the way glycine would – but the body Correct. can't get rid of it. So it stays around and there's a type of heart failure. They're now associating with this type of uh, glyphosate accumulation. So Correct. It, it's, it, you know, it's, it's funny you bring this up cause I'm connecting dots from shows that I've done years ago, but right. uh, we, we have to take a break. We have to take a break. Okay. We also have questions that I'm going to get okay. to. Uh, and so the, the website is plaguethebook.com that you can go. The, uh the the documentary was Plandemic. Everybody loved it. You know what the funny thing I find about Plandemic? When you go and look, it's got like a four point nine positive rating on various websites where you can watch it. And everybody says the same thing. Why why is the internet coming out against this woman's opinion? We don't see this with I mean I mean, look, um, People like to call people conspiracy theorists. We've talked about how the CIA came up with the term conspiracy theorists when some of the people were, were, were escaping from the LSD uh, testing. Uh, the, the irony is that for the past three years, we've had a conspiracy theory running through the mainstream media, but they never called it a conspiracy theory. They said our current president was conspiring with the Russians. But no one ever called them conspiracy theorists. They said that was real. It's just funny how they choose selectively to throw these words to discredit people. It's really disgusting. And the only way around it is to pay attention. Use your brain. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you a fan of the low-carb lifestyle? Having trouble getting fat adapted on your keto diet? Feel like your digestion has stalled? Now there's Capex. Capex increases fat loss and energy on any low-carb, no-carb diet, all while improving digestion. Capex boosts AMPK in muscles by 52% and fat cells by 300%. Capex increases ATP in your liver by 22%, a key part of energy production, all while revving up the fat-burning hormone adiponectin by a whopping 248%. Nothing works like Capex and now you can get Capex for up to 42% off by going to kenergize.com slash shr and choosing one of the purchase options and using the code shr. That's kenergiz dot slash shr and code shr.
0: Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRX.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to renewliferx.com to schedule your no obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at renewliferx.com. Are
1: you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the Sea bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio.
3: I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so it's just older tendon kind of issues. For us you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through, and I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that, um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able the day with
1: literally no pain at all. go to drseeds.com d-r-s-e-e-d-s.com use coupon code shr and save 20 percent off your bottle of bpc body protection complex today you've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long stressful day well listen to this story from dylan Gutro definitely takes anxiety away which i have a
0: long history of having started out at two milligrams a day of xanax that was at eight years old and then, so i stopped using benzos three years ago extremely difficult yeah so i spent about three years trying to find anything and everything i could that would be healthy for me um Help with anxiety because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh subsides.
1: Go to drseeds.com. That's D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the
0: chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. I love beef, and if you love beef, listen up. I've discovered the best
1: tasting beef in the world, and that's not an exaggeration, at piedmontese.com. The Piedmontese breed is famous from Italy for being lean and unbelievably tender with half the fat and calories of traditional beef. Even typically tough cuts are tender when it comes from the Piedmontese cows. And for the first time ever, Piedmontese cows are being raised here in the USA. Get two free 10-ounce New York strips when you purchase $50 or more at Piedmontese.com with code SHR. Go to P-I-E-D-M-O-N-T-E-S-E. Dot com and use code SHR today. You will never eat any other type of beef ever again. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Judy Mikovits. You know, Dr. Judy puts... I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, sound like a, a mush... But Dr. Judy puts her life on the line. This is the truth. You know, the, the Internet, everybody came out against you. You can't help but wonder, what is she talking about? Why are they so worried about what she's talking about? I mean, every day people give misinformation on the Internet. You don't see this concerted effort to squash her. There are, there are powers way, way above that don't want her message to be taken seriously. So just think about that when she talks and realize that she is risking everything. I mean, really, I mean, she is risking everything to carry this message. So let's get some, some comments up here and some questions. So, Utam, who listens to the show and watches the show from India said, finally, uh, great to see Dr. Judy on SHR. Uh, Andreas Pena, thanks for what you do. And, uh, I think he has a couple people below that also agreed with that. Um, so I, I found this interesting because, you know, when I was getting ready for the show this morning, I was looking for some stuff for you, and all that comes up is the negative stuff on all these different media outlets. I Googled right. pandemic. I saw a bunch of videos debunking and making fun of the documentary, but can't find the actual documentary. Can you post a link now? Uh, no, I, I will post a link, John, later uh, in, on Facebook. And I'm sure they'll take it down quickly, but maybe we could pass it around.
2: I will text you that link. Um, and, and what's interesting, Carl, from what you said, I didn't risk everything. I lost everything yeah. in 2011 and 12. I lost it. That was the difficult time. That was when, um, and that's what our book, um, New York Times bestseller number two. So the word's getting out there, Carl.
1: So, no, uh, there are more and more people that are starting to unplug from the mainstream media. And, that, and there's hope for people now. Um, Rigo Vargas says, during Dr. Mikovitz's last visit, she said, people remain contagious after receiving a vaccine for a certain length of time. Sorry, I don't remember the time she said. Could she expound on that? I searched the internet and found conflicting information. I want to speak to that first before you do. Good. All right. Okay, so I donate blood once every couple months, because I'm on testosterone but- therapy and my red blood cells get high, and plus... I'm an advocate for keeping low iron levels as I, as I age. And one of the questions that they ask you is, have you received the whooping cough vaccine or been in contact with someone who has received the whooping cough vaccine within the past six weeks? And so one time I asked the girl why that is. And she said, well, we're not supposed to talk about it. But the whooping cough vaccine is an attenuated virus, so technically, they're putting the actual virus in you so you develop immunity to it, which makes you contagious for up to six weeks. Now, they're making people get the whooping cough vaccine to see their newborn grandchildren in the hospital. They're actually contagious at that moment.
2: Correct. And, and more importantly, if they're wearing a mask... They're immune suppressing their CD4 T cells, their memory immune responses and their type one interferon responses. And they're actually producing like a little virus factory to wake up other viruses that their immune system has kept quiet. You don't. That's why I said a healthy person doesn't spread disease. So the people getting now the now the government's out there saying, go get a flu shot. Well, the influenza vaccine um, is has at least three live attenuated viruses and a handful of chicken-egg viruses, proteins, and you're injecting them so you don't need to infect them. They cause upper respiratory distress. Then you're immune-suppressed wearing the mask, and you can have a inflammatory cardiovascular event, a heart attack, if you're one of the elderly and, and anyone else who is susceptible you're going to be shedding you could die from the flu shot if you wear a mask I want everyone to know or Prevnar or DTAP no shots if you're going to wear a mask because you're, you're shedding that right through that mask and you're getting more immune suppressed so that means you're a virus factory and you're shedding more and you'll make it for longer you know when they normally give you one you're breathing air you have you're not created oxidative stress from everything that's going on or suppressing those cd4 t cell responses that memory immune response and so you have lots of viruses you're shedding through that mask including three strains of influenza um, and and they will be infectious and transmissible. And because the viruses, the flu vaccines are grown, the one flucovax that was given in Italy, I believe it's called flucavax, had H1N1 as a fourth strain. And they grew the the virus factory was dog kidney cells. Dogs have lots of coronaviruses, and the data was very clear from a large study in 2017 by Wolf, um, which said that coronaviruses in particular flu vaccines drive 36 percent increased chance of getting infection sustaining an infection to a coronavirus if you get the influenza vaccine and this is how you know it's a plague of corruption because what's been the wave of media propaganda you know uh the wave of media propaganda is run out and get your flu shot in the summer and this is Robert Redfield again, and, and he's committed these crimes all the way back to the 80s, where he and Deborah Burks published data that said a, a an AIDS vaccine worked against HIV, and the mili- and they infected the military um, with HIV, and they and they caused disease in the military and covered it up for three decades. And this is what our books, Plague and Plague of Corruption, show. And this is why people are waking up. They look like. Prophecy. It's right. like, how did you know that? Well, I lived it. I lived it for the last. Right. You know, so, from the time I associated and used the word chronic fatigue syndrome. So, you know, oh, chronic fatigue syndrome, the explosion, chronic Lyme disease. There's more than just viruses in that needle. There's Borrelia, Babesia, mycoplasma, mold, yeast, aluminum, mercury, polysorbate 80. People don't know what's in that needle. No, no. And, and then when they combine, they immune suppress, they compromise even more. And yes, the live attenuated vaccines like influenza shed these viruses and you become a, literally a walking um, virus factory um, for your, your um, colleagues and friends and family. So um, it's extremely important. It's at least a month. So, if you're shedding for that month, and you get that flu vaccine in in um, August or in the summer, what's going to happen in November or October? oh, COVID's going to come back because it never was SARS-CoV-2 in the majority of cases. 99.97% of people who were called COVID, those were the only people who died, and those were almost certainly injuries. I've done in vaccine court, as an expert witness, a whole chapter of Plague of Corruption about how um, the elderly die of the flu vaccine from cardiac arrest, as you said earlier. Your so your cardiac because of the lack of good uh, because of the toxicity from glyphosate. Mm-hmm. We no longer have the major intracellular antioxidant glutathione because the third amino acid is 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 glycine. So you're eating processed food, which tons of data showing the contamination of glyphosate. And this is why I also say they need to close the FDA because they're not doing their job. No,
1: they've These never done, done their job. They've never done their
2: job. Toxic and they prevent the health healthy healing immune therapies, the healthy adjuvants, the type one interferon, the serum and the, the, um, the hydroxychloroquine, the, the, the drugs that we've made, we've made a lot of drugs. They're not all natural products. They're not all immune therapies, but we have the pro pre-exposure prophylaxis now. And all we're doing, every single thing they're telling you to do, if you want to survive and you don't want to see COVID 20, 21, 22, 20 three. Don't get a shot ever until they show you they're safe until they do the data. And, and and if you stop, if you do the opposite of what they told you, you will live and you will live well.
1: Well, and the truth is having a, a robust immune system that makes you resistant to, you may get these viruses, but you don't die from them. You get sick and you get better. You know, what's really funny. Right. You, you, Cause you've said, talked about glutathione several, several times. So just last week I did a show with a good physician, uh, and it was about two peer-reviewed studies on glutathione and N-acetylcysteine being yes. protective for the sars cov pneumonia effects that damage the lungs, that make the lungs damage, that even when you get better from the virus, you're impaired for the rest of your life because of the lung damage. Do you know that – now, these are about two peer-reviewed studies. This wasn't farmers talking about colloidal silver. This is about two <laughs> peer-reviewed studies – they took it down off of uh, YouTube. They said that it doesn't uh, – the conflicts with the, the information that they, they provide about COVID-19. Now, this was, this was something that could show people how to not get lung damage when experiencing COVID-19. They don't want that information out there.
2: Correct. They don't. So everything – so now, now it's illegal for doctors to prescribe hydroxychloroquine and zinc. It's, it's, it's everything out there. It, you know, uh, interferon alpha, I mentioned last time, um, you know, a, a $600 vial could protect, um, a thousand of the most susceptible with a simple spray twice a day. Then I have that spray in my refrigerator and my husband who has COPD and is 82 and I use it. So we use it to protect ourselves. But the FDA, every single thing that that would help is being denied Americans and every single thing that will harm them is being forced upon them.
1: So we have another question. And while the Facebook user's name is blocked because of his or her security um, uh, settings, I have a feeling this is my friend Joel Green, because he actually asked me this question when he heard you were coming back on the show. He said, my question for Dr. Mikevich relates to SARS-CoV-2. One assertion being made by another doctor is that the virus has not been isolated. Can you speak to this? Has SARS-CoV-2 been isolated and purified using the same standards you used to isolate AIDS, or more precisely, the appropriate and properly accepted standards for identifying a unique virus?
2: Um, I believe that the SARS-CoV-2 has been isolated and purified in at least one study, but not, but using the methods we use for XMRV where you confirm that isolation and you do the kinds of things that satisfy a causative agent, that is, that it's infectious and transmissible, that it can primary and secondary um, infection, um, none of that's been done. And the electron micrographs that I've seen actually are just exosomes and, and things like that. And the testing that is done you know so that that's why I say I haven't seen a single piece of data that said anywhere that SARS-CoV-2 caused a single death and and that and that's because you have to do an autopsy you have to open up that person and show virus budding from the lungs and so autopsies weren't allowed to be done so you need to see it budding from cells and I've never seen an EM showing it budding from cells isolated yes budding meaning the cell is producing it and you can see exactly which cell that's what we did in all of our studies with HIV with HTLV1 with XMRVs the three families of human retroviruses you must see the budding and you must isolate it you must show it's infectious and transmissible when you purify that and infect somebody else they get disease that's Koch's postulator or Hill's criteria and in COVID-19 none of that's been done and a contaminated faulty pcr test pcr testing is not done with with diagnostics it's not intended to it says nothing about infection and the serology tests are being lied about if
1: if, if, i can't see the the facebook user's name if this is joel green please write your name and post it or whoever you are Uh, i just want you to get credit because it looks like this is a. Another comment by the same person, perhaps, is actually whistleblowers in science are routinely punished. Look at Dr. Peter Duisberg for one with HIV. There's several leading uh, psychiatric researchers that were ostracized when they spoke out against the current paradigm in psychiatry as being wrong. This list goes on forever. Yes, Carl, it's Joel. I knew it was him because the questions that yeah. I could actually, when I was reading these questions, I heard his voice in my head and I was like, oh, this has to be Joel. Thank you, Joel. And thank you for well, ra- raising important. the bar. Thank you for raising and the and bar. And
2: that's exactly what's important. You know, Peter Duesberg and, and I were colleagues. So he said, he made the simple statement, HIV does not cause AIDS because to be causative, everyone with the disease, with the infection must have the disease. And we then discovered part of my, my PhD research was that, hey, there are millions of people walking around with HIV who will never get AIDS if they use the right pre-exposure prophylaxis for the high-risk categories. So everything, and that's what the books talk about, and in fact, um, Joel, if, uh, in our um in our book, Plague of Corruption, Bobby Kennedy wrote when um, he did exactly that. He showed investigators for six decades, Bobby Kennedy Jr., who have been ostracized, their lives destroyed, their careers destroyed to cover up, you know, specifically the vaccine transmission. What our discovery in 2011, when we realized how um, the confirmation of our XMRV viruses in CFS, chronic fatigue syndrome, was was done by an investigator who'd been working and thinking mycoplasma caused aids in the um in in the 80s and 90s, and and he put a box in the freezer that he called non-HIV AIDS, um, and and this is the confirmation of our work that was published in PNAS by Shai Low and Harvey Alter, and I can show you that publication and what their paper said. We thawed out a box that said non-HIV AIDS because there was no evidence of HIV, and at the end of the day, um, he pulled it out when he saw our 2009 publication and. Six and eighty-six percent had XMRV infection the mouse retroviruses and there were more strains than the ones that had been originally identified so we confirmed and extended our studies and the big oh my god with the government is that makes um, that makes um, us and, and Peter Deuceburg right that HIV didn't cause AIDS because if you had XMRV and HIV and the blood supply came was heavily contaminated 10% for 30 years from 90 until our work in 2011, the blood supply had been heavily contaminated by contagious cancer and and neuroimmune autism, ME/CFS, um, uh, lupus, Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's disease, chronic Lyme. These viruses and and microbes were in these in the blood supply, and the big oh my god was. You know, that's why I had to go away. So they did the same thing to Harvey Alter and Shai Xing Lo. They, they forced the, they didn't force the retraction. They were, they withdraw, withdrew their work because they had no more samples to test. But when they went back, they had a few patients who were still alive from that box of samples and they could identify them. They went back and found the exact same thing. That yes, this, they, they were harboring these retroviruses and that, and, and this is COVID-19 is a cover-up. For this work and, and, HIV. And, and so what they did to me in the, in, in 11, come on, Judy, HIV, do, uh, XMRVs don't exist. If they did the AIDS patients, um, HIV infected people will all have them. And I said, uh, uh-uh, uh, because they're the ones who died. In the first round, that wave where everybody... Because you can't take out the two parts of immune system. These two viruses work together, the retroviruses, and they destroy not only your CD4 T cells, but XMRV could infect every cell of the body. So what do we start to see clinically about COVID-19? Coronaviruses don't cause blood disease, microvasculature, bleeding disorders. Every Kawasaki disease... Everything that we associated, 32 diseases that we, and, I, and this is the royal week, this is people from around the world. And in that two years, people realized the magnitude, you know, 50 million Americans. And those are the ones, if they get injected again, they will die. So, so they're going, and they're burning them. They're not allowing autopsies. Let's go there, and this is what happened in Italy. Some of the autisms uh, autopsies said um, there was bacterial component. Of course, they are pathogens rarely travel alone.
1: Interesting. We have to take we have to take our last commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap this up. Okay, Doctor Judy, stay with me. We'll be right back with more. Okay. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carbs, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex, BPC oral from drseeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio.
3: I had been having some bagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us you know, we really don't... Do- training when we have just nagging issues we just kind of keep pushing through and I started the BPC what I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all
1: go to drseeds.com d-r-s-e-e-d-s dot com use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC body protection complex today you've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR but you're still on the face. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the B-Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me. And now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks, like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give B-Strong a try. Go to b s t r o n g. Training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. R E D C O N, the number one dot com, or go to superhumoradio dot net and click the Redcon One banner ad today.
2: Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest.
1: Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about eye drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using CanSee and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone, eye drops for over six months developed a cataract can see eye drops actually reduce my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it i will never stop using can eye drops twice a day i've been using them since 2008 he says and you should be too there is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with
0: very clear vision you're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Yeah.
1: That's right. Don't <laughs> hate us because we feel good.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't hate us because we're happy, smiling, and breathing air.
1: So Joel Green both texted me and posted this, um, and I just got to put this up, and I'm going to let you go because I know you have lots, lots going on. He said, um, this is astounding. He said, I think this is the first time anywhere the etiology of SARS-CoV-2 purification identification has been laid out. And he said to me, wow, she just exploded the whole COVID pandemic. So it's been isolated but not taken to the next level via autopsy. Carl, you realize this is the first time in the world this has been expounded on. Is that true?
2: Yeah, yeah, because people aren't saying it. Dr. Andy Kaufman said it hadn't been isolated, and I looked carefully at those electron micrographs and found one paper where they did have electron micrographs, and we know they're growing it in the monkey kidney cells and manufacturing it in those cells so they're, they're purified, but they've never done the next level. They just assigned it as causative and, and, and exploded the plandemic um, as planned.
1: So, the website is Plan, let me do this real quick. PlanDemicMovie, M O V I E dot com. The website is PlanDemic, P L A N D E M I C M O V I E I, M O V I E. Uh, and that is the website that people can go to if they want to watch the documentary.
2: And it's on it's dot on com, where it hasn't been taken down. And then I, I sent, I text you a picture of Mickey. Um, Willis, he's got the second part of that movie, 45 minutes coming out. I heard by June 26th and and you can email and sign up and post that and your listeners can get an email directly to them to share so that it doesn't get sent.
1: And two things I want to repeat and then I'm going to let you go. Number one, Dr. Judy is not an anti-vaxxer. She's explained that with her own mouth. So people who manage Wikipedia, take that down. Number one. And number two, while... She has been discredited. Nothing she's ever said has been disproven. Now, think about that. Think about Copernicus. They discredited him because he said that the earth went around the sun. But at that time, the theory was the sun went around the earth. He was discredited, but he was never disproven. And in fact, a a hundred years later, he was proven to be right. So, people, don't be sheeple. Think. Use your brain. Dr. Judy, thanks for being here today, and I wish you a lot of luck. Uh, I wish you a lot of luck for very selfish reasons so that a lot a lot more people will, will survive, really.
2: As do I. That, it's not about me at all. It's about our, our very humanity.
1: Thank you. Thank you for being here. We'll talk again soon. All right. We're going to take one last commercial break, and when we come back, I have a really, really important message for you, so stay tuned. Are you a fan of the low-carb lifestyle? Having trouble getting fat adapted on your keto diet? Feel like your digestion has stalled? Now there's Capex. Capex increases fat loss and energy on any low-carb, no-carb diet, all while improving digestion. Capex boosts AMPK in muscles by 52% and fat cells by 300%. Capex increases ATP in your liver by 22%, a key part of energy production, all while revving up the fat-burning hormone adiponectin by a whopping 248%. Nothing works like Capex, and now you can get Capex for up to 42% off by going to kenergize.com slash SHR and choosing one of the purchase options and using the code SHR. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E dot com slash SHR and code SHR. Imagine if you had a digital twin, one that you could compare your own health and fitness outcomes to, one that showed you whether or not the things you're doing, food you're eating or drinks you're drinking are actually working for you or against you. Well, now you can. The first ever advanced epigenetic saliva test that compares 20 million different data points of your DNA to help predict what is aging you faster or keeping you younger is being introduced to my audience at a 70% discount from the normal price. Go to seeds.md epigenetic dash test today to learn how to get your own digital twin that will help you take the steps to live longer and stay stronger. Don't wait because this is a limited time offer not available anywhere else. Once these tests are gone, they're gone. Again, go to seeds.md slash epigenetic dash test
0: today to learn more. This is the Superhuman Channel doing reps with the weight of the world.
1: Welcome back. So I'll be real quick. I've said on this show for a long time the new evolutionary selection pressure is where you get your information from. And it's never been truer than right now at this moment. Because there is misinformation out there that selfishly, selfishly will cost you. Years of your life and perhaps your life in general and th- that of your family and-, and friends. So you have to be selective. The whole time I was talking to Dr. Judy, I'm thinking to myself, why are people buying into this? Everybody's got to realize that this whole thing is a theatrical uh, exercise on the media. They just, they move us. One day they've got us all looking at that. Okay, that's over. Now we've got to look at this. Okay, that's over. Now we got to look at that. We have to stop. We have to stop. So why aren't people willing to stop? Why aren't people willing to disconnect and use their own brain? Well, number one, it's been habit into them by American Medical Association and other organizations like that that you're too stupid to, to understand this stuff. You can't understand science. You're not a doctor. Meanwhile, a doctor is you just with different books that they've read. You know, number one. More importantly, governments want you to have to depend on them. That keeps them employed. That helps them grow bigger and bigger. The government thinks you're too stupid to make decisions for yourself, to care for yourself. Now, granted, there are some people on this planet that are too stupid. But you're not one of them if you're listening to this show. So do this one thing for me. In the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming weeks, Have the courage not to just take what the media says as gospel truth. Question them. They've been wrong over and over again. They're wrong every single day. They're wrong every single week. They're wrong all the time. Science has been wrong. You know, tobacco is safe. Now it's not safe. I mean, come on. Don't be so short sighted. Don't have such a short memory. Stop believing and trusting. Don't follow. If somebody's telling you to obey, ask why. The only time someone tells you you must obey is when they want you to do something that's not in your best interest. Right? If you're trying to get out of a sinking ship and somebody says, no, I'm the captain, you can't leave, you're going to listen to him? No, but he wants you to obey. He's an authority. Well, you have to obey me. I'm the captain. No, I don't have to obey you. The harder people work to try to get you to believe something, stop, step back, and ask yourself, why are they working so hard to get me to believe that? Now, in the end, you may end up believing it, but at least apply critical thinking. Ask the questions. Be willing to get the answers that you don't want, because it's getting ugly out there. It really is. And if things keep going the way they're going now, I mean... There's a lot more people that are going to die because of misinformation, and it doesn't have to be that way. I don't want you to be one of those people. I certainly don't want to be one of those people. So for the next couple of weeks, when you do watch the news, and I suggest you don't, I don't anymore. In fact, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, see, I've been missing in action at least the past five or six days, and I intend to stay that way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing into this anymore. I'm not being a participant. But from now on, when you watch the news, if it doesn't make sense to you, like, why is a governor telling people it's okay to protest and riot, but it's not okay to go to your grandmother's funeral? You, you know, and I'm not saying you got to rebel, but at least acknowledge the the misinformation of that. That's it. The first step is identifying fact from fiction. That's it. Then that will end up making you change the way you navigate life. And that's all I've got for today. Tomorrow we have the Renew Life Rx show. I'm off the air on Friday. Please share this show, by the way. I predict that this show will be taken off of YouTube quickly, for those of you who are watching YouTube live, and probably somehow pushed down in the ratings in Facebook. So let's share it from the website because I have control on what's on my website I'll uh, I'll promote this show to all of you so that you can share it from the website so other people can watch and listen all right thank you for being here thank you for the participation uh, check out pandemicmovie.com and uh, we'll see uh, we'll see Dr. Judy again I'm sure okay take care everybody.